talk about the, uh, <laughs> the Santa like Claus a, can we have like a like a slide whistle or like a womp 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 like I'll this, find something this fucking bites it's it's like a made for TV movie That's it's, it's more made for TV than the first one yeah uh, we start off with a plane flying over the north pole they hear tiny hammers yeah are they looking for oil or something i guess it's just looking in general just have a radar or something i guess oh my my first note starts before this scene believe it or not um the old movie had like christmas music playing while the disney castle built itself this one just has the generic disney movie not as bespoke it's not as personal touchy hmm and that that will be a thread that continues throughout the entire film. Yeah. Uh the next note here is uh is this Star Wars? Oh, because of the radars? Oh, and Defcon. It, it I think the part really was him rising up from the hole and them all looking like menacingly. Jesus. <laughs> no need for that. He has had as of this movie, he's had seven successful christmas the awe should have worn off by now <laughs> yeah uh, they turn up, up to sense what is it is it called not it's elf con def santa what is it called something it's something elf con they, they, they're at elf con four and they they go all the way to elf con one with and... total silence we we have all of these shots all over the workshop, and it's not the same set. It's darker. It's gloomy. Mm. There are assembly lines. Scott <laughs> has ruined this. They even ruined the pole. Yeah, it's, it's now a lookout. It is a tactical military periscope. <laughs> I hate you, Scott Calvin. Yeah. Uh, they... Go to Def Elfcom One. They turn off all sounds, but something is still going, still going, and smoking and singing a Smokey Robinson Christmas song. <laughs> it's Curtis in the barn, <laughs> just listening to the Santa Sandy. He's got like a big mouth Billy Bass, but it's a Santa Claus on his yeah. like on his like little elf belly, and he's just like laughing at it while it dances on yeah. him. Uh, <sighs> this is how you spend your time, Kurt. And he's like a 900-year-old genius elf, we find out, which I'm not... He doesn't seem like it. He, he knows science. That's a genius. Oh, is he? My, my breadsticks. Like, yeah, okay, <laughs> fine. Like, Yeah, uh, we they find them, they turn it off. And this is... I, the, more, the more fun of this is the pilot's reaction. Than the actual, he's doing a little dance. He's getting into it. Elves, elf stuff. Because <laughs> they, oh, uh, let's not mention this, uh, especially the Smokey Robinson thing. 
<laughs> I thought they said, shouldn't we tell somebody about this? No, no, no. They said, they just said not to mention it because it was weird and no one will believe them, I think. Oh, yeah. And in this universe, anything weird makes people super hostile. That's that's something we'll see more and more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charlie is basically an adult now. He's a little criminal. Um, he he's apparently an artist. He's really good at tagging tags. Of shit. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm my note here is why did he tag so much? Yeah. He really overextended there. It's like crisp and perfect, and his message is the principle equals no Christmas, which is a like a whack thing to put that much effort into tagging about. Uh and as he's tagging, a ladder pops up and next to him. Here comes the hot principle. And my first note here is, is that the love interest? Yes. <laughs> I have that on my page as well. The note is, sexy principle is love interest guaranteed. <laughs> I also, the note right above that says football. Yes. Because there was a fucking elf football scene. Thanks. God, I didn't take notes on that because... Even though they do call back to that, but I didn't take notes on that because nothing, it's nothing. It's it's literally just so they could call back to it. Yeah, a lot of this. The first movie had some very meaningful callbacks, like our fun little girl and her soy milk. All of the callbacks in this movie are just tying a narrative knot and nothing else. Yeah, uh, Charlie gets in trouble. Uh, Bernard is tall. Is so tall now. Yeah. Now he's he's gone through some physical transformations. If you look him up now, again, I love this guy. You're amazing. Uh the years the years are getting there. They're getting to me too. This guy went through a phase where he was sexy as hell. Like, are you kidding me? Have you looked this dude up? <laughs> David Crumholes. Yeah. He this is Ox this is basically the pre-Oscar Isaac, Oscar Isaac. He looks like Oscar Isaac, and he gets a little older and shaves his like cute little beard, and it's not super like he, he sort of shifts into dad mode seamlessly. But for a while there in his thirties, he is he is just Oscar Isaac. He's got great hair. He's got you know he actually kind of has like a friendlier face, like. If you needed Oscar Isaac to play, like, you know that Will Smith movie that came out where he fights his younger self? Yeah. If you needed that for Oscar Isaac, you cast David Crumholz as the double. This dude was on some stuff. Like, he, why was he not the talk of the town? Like, I, I don't know. I, like, I, I, I just want to celebrate this dude. David, again, if you're listening, and I know you are, um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for for your efforts in these movies and for being hot for a while in like 2012 <laughs> what's your next uh, note okay my next note is okay this is about changing the elves out and because they're so because they all everyone ages i think it's, too. yeah because i think this was about when abigail shows up yeah she's Not fine as, but she's fine she doesn't make her hot chocolate the same. Yeah. 
Judy says, not too hot, extra chocolate, shaken, not stirred. And on multiple occasions, Abigail is like, don't drink that. It is too hot. Abigail, you are not following the formula. You wait for it to cool before you serve it to Santa. Judy would have known this. Uh, and then the Charlie Sheen reference. Was this before? Oh, this is right before we look at the right? Yeah, uh, this is. Yeah, this is. I where, thought he got uh, clean. Jesus. This is 2002 to, as well. Is this like, uh, is two and a half men out? No, this is before that. Two and a half men have like 2005-ish, I think. Okay, so this is prophetic. <laughs> no, this is just talking about him being bad in like the 80s. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, Curtis has his line about making one mistake in 900 years, which I think actually a pretty good cut. Like, he's sticking up for himself. And then we get a very, very subtle dig at more. Did you catch this? Hmm? Uh, they, they get the super magnifier out, and they're looking at the teeny, teeny, tiny text. And they say, uh, this oh. clause is not valid in, like, Utah? Utah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's not a joke for the kids, huh? <laughs> I wonder what kids in Utah thought of that. <laughs> uh, following that, they also, oh, yeah, okay, they tell Tim Charlie's on the naughty list for being a little bugger. Uh, they tell him about the claw, the Mrs. Claus, as they say. I I hate. First of all, <laughs> first of all, this is like legally and magically binding compulsory heterosexuality, <laughs> which yeah. I just can't endorse. <sighs> I I mean, there's a lot I can't endorse that's coming up very shortly because we're we're about to get out of this really gross clause about. Santa running out of I have a running theory. Santa magic can do anything, but Santa has mana. I mean, we we get to getting to a mana point. We're getting to mana and the movie does eventually pretty much show us his, his mana bar. But it seems like the only thing that replenishes Santa's mana is wife, which that's <laughs> That's a very sort of consumptive take on traditional het relationships, which this movie is not trying to say anything. It's too dumb. Yeah. But if it were trying to say something, this would be the angle it would say it from. Yeah. Uh, we cut seamlessly to the Council of Legendary Figures. The Council of Legendary Figures. Now, Mother Nature in this is gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, Aisha Tyler. She's great in this. Great in everything. What I, else has she been in? I'm going to look that up because I love her. She's in, she's in a lot of stuff. Uh, she's a comedian too. Yeah. I I always think of her as a more like mid, like mid oh! late O's. She's Lana on Archer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, always think, she rocks. I, always think, I always think of her as like a more of a mid, um, like a mid or late not person than like a. Early, like early two thousand person. Aisha, if you're listening, we love your work. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a fun surprise seeing her there. Uh, Except for this bad El Nino joke they made you say. That's it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have that down. Pre El Nino. Does that mean she's tree menstrual? Is it like a period joke? Because I hate that. 
You don't just tell people you're God. about to be on your period so you're <laughs> mad. God. Uh, we also have the Tooth Fairy. Who was that? I paid him no mind at all. Oh, wait. Tooth Fairy. I'm thinking of Cupid. Tooth yeah, Fairy's Cupid, wild. Yeah, Cupid just has a line about wanting a wife. Yeah. Uh, Tooth Fairy is like a lame dentist. I kind of like his uniform, actually, but I hate his like, can I have a cooler name? <laughs> I'm so yeah. sad that my name sucks so much. Can I be a cool tooth guy? Like, uh, and then, <laughs> yeah, and then we have a self a, a bunny that makes me think of Seth MacFarlane for some reason. Yeah, yeah, it's a very Ted vibe off of that bunny. Yeah, it's both the voice and everything. This. So this is a cool poll. Uh, recur- recurring actors. Um, Peter Boyle, who was uh, Scott's boss in the first movie, comes back to be Father Time. Oh, hmm. still technically his boss when you think about it. Yeah. Maybe he had his own movie called like. <laughs> I don't fuck. I I wanted to deliver on that so bad, but maybe there was a Father Time movie. Where Peter Boyle <laughs> knocked the old Father Time off of his roof. This maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see what else? What's next in my notes? Um, uh oh! I this is where I remember the plot of this movie. Yeah, the plot. Bring it on! Hurt me. Uh, we get to uh, Curtis and Bernard talking about talking to Santa about him needing to go back home and also needing to prepare everything at the North Pole for Christmas because this is. He has literally 27 some days. Yeah, find it's, a it wife. starts out being 28 at the meeting and it takes a full day to get back to uh, Lakeside. Yeah. Uh, and the big plan for this is to make a clone of a robot Santa, I guess. I now I'm going to propose an outro song <laughs> and I'm just going to post the link in our discord and uh and let you look at the name and listen to your reaction oh okay (laughs) maybe okay maybe maybe because this hurts me to look at for the whole movie (laughs) it's so i so plastic and so We should tell the listener what's actually happening. They have a toy and I guess toy parts like uh, shrinking, growing and duplicating machine, which seems useful in a workshop. You know, oops, we're out of parts. Break this toy. Get the lugs out of it. Copy them like fine. I believe that they put a whole person in. Uh, I have a note here that says the North Pole has rats, which Hmm. is how we find out this works. Um. And then my next note is Nude Santa 2. Yeah. They keep showing me Nude Santa. You get a shot of plastic Santa, but... I don't... It's like... It's like a battery hatch. It has a seam all the way around. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm happy they didn't sell his Ken doll crotch. I don't know if he had a Ken doll crotch, because everyone was reacting <laughs> very poorly. I think this Santa has a dick. And and anatomically curved. He, he's got Rick. he's got the Christmas Toy ham Santa. and the bells. It's all there. It's so bad mm. to look at the whole thing. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. 
I don't like the new reindeer. I don't like. Oh my god! I like the reindeer. I just don't like them talking. I miss. I hate the sentence I'm about to say. I miss the grunting and farting. Yeah, the ta- the semi talking is so bad. This Scooby Doo reindeer shit makes me incredibly. <laughs> it's, angry. It's, yeah, Scooby Doo. I and the new reindeer Chet. I hate Chet so much it ruins the whole movie. Like, yeah, he... I could tolerate the whole thing without Chet. You know what? There's a scene late in the movie. I'm not going to spoil it because we'll get there. But you could replace Chet with a fucking jetpack from the elves. You don't need it. You already have plot devices that exist that can help. You show a jetpack from the elves in the first scene. We know it exists. Use it. Don't use Chet. Fuck Chet. Okay, uh, my next note here is Neil. I'm so sorry, Chet. I hate you. Okay, fair. Uh, my next note here is Neil. Oh boy, I don't have Neil on my list for a while. Tell me everything. I just, I just have Neil down right now. I think because he shows up. <laughs> He's Wait, on screen. Where does he show up? Uh, I think after he arrives. Uh, let's see, does he? Do they? Do they go to school first? Um, Sycamore Secondary School. Yeah, they do get. Okay, yeah, he arrives at. Santa, Tim Allen arrives at the school in a little less Santa than normal. Yeah. The desantification process. And Neil's there and Laura's there. Uh, he arrives at school a little sen- less Santa than normal and Neil's there and Laura's there. And Charlie's there also, obviously. Yeah. It's... Now what goes down exactly? Because he's in trouble again. Yeah. Uh... First, uh, they meet her in the hall. Meet the principal in the hallway. Oh, she has that interaction with a child. <laughs> yeah, uh, where a kid is skateboarding in the hallway, and then he, he, she stops him. Then Look looks into my eyes. eyes. What do you see? It's so dark and cold. <laughs> Made me like her immediately, which. Is- Great, because their first line before <laughs> that was some Battle of Witch shit that I thought was super lame. Yeah. Uh, they, I think Tim Allen does some more Tim Allen here. Yeah. It's, uh, he's just really timing it up. Uh, and then we, at some point, oh, no, no, I think Neil does Neil some this scene as well. Sorry, we're getting some Wi-Fi interference. Uh, try again if you can. I think Neil does some Neil things this scene as well. Uh, I've already blanked it out. This movie's slipping away. I assume he did. I bet it sucked. Uh, my next line, the next note is a cutaway back to Uncan- Uncanny Valley Santa. Okay, this is where I was yelling. Um, fucking Curtis says he has most of Scott's memories. And I just screamed bullshit. Because the previous scene is like, I used a fuzzy logic brain so that he can make decisions. So he either, you didn't carry his whole brain or you made a brain from whole cloth. And I I know that the fiction of this is like a shitty Hallmark Christmas movie and I shouldn't be taking it that seriously, but I care. And that's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> Why does that's... he have Scott's memories? Yeah, that's a bit of a cross, double pad. Could the... <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, we've been told two things, and at least one of them has to be a lie. 
Yes, exactly. That's the what else that's what I'm looking that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> the word it's is not, somewhere in there. It's not cognitive dissonance, but it feels like cognitive dissonance. Uh it's Santa just straight up chugs a cup of hot cocoa. And for one scene, just one scene, Tim Allen does not play Santa because Ric Flair is under that face mask. (laughs) Santa feels a little buzzed. He does a legitimate (laughs) woo. It's huge. (laughs) It's like long. (sighs) And this is where uh, fake Santa starts to go off the rails. Yeah. Oh, God. They give him they first of all they fuck his shit up on chocolate and then they like give him a rule book to eat and I it's just so classic bad. Um this is the point where I realized that they didn't make up their own character for the fake Santa. He's literally Santa Bot from Futurama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I think we then we cut back to uh Laura's house mm-hmm. and they have McDonald's. I have the absolute worst note I've ever taken here. Oh, please. It says, Charlie voice. Peep these milfs, dad. Oh, God, he, he, does, he basically does say that. A divorced school mom, he says. There are so many divorced moms at my school. Why don't you come and peep these milfs? Uh, I also have a Neil sucks line here. I don't oh, <laughs> I Do don't you remember. have what he said? Because I just have mean Neil is back. Oh, uh, God, says something. Oh, uh, something about his personality and him finding somebody. Oh, yeah. Or attachment. Was it commitment issues or something? Yeah, he brings up his commitment issues, even though he's clearly committed to his son and doing everything for him. Like, Scott tries so fucking hard, even though he sucks. And Neil is just needling on the fact that Scott got divorced. Uh, my next line here is Neil Bathwetters. Yeah, it's a pretty bad sweater. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Well, next next line here is by Rep Neil. <laughs> by Rep Neil? Oh, I think I remember what happened. Uh, he has he gives Scott one of his sweaters and said, "Oh, he looks he looks uh, what's the word? I think he looks sexy." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, Neil can be by. That's great. <laughs> it's 2002. It's time. Uh, yeah. Then Scott goes on a date. He's um, he's a oh. lot less. <laughs> we shouldn't huh? dive in. We just met a new character. I don't want to miss out. Oh, uh, uh, Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> She's great. Is she is she Neil and Laura's daughter? Yes. Okay, I wanted to confirm that because that's pretty cool. And that means she was born right after the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's seven, and this is eight years after. So for her whole life, her stepbrother's dad has been delivering her Christmas. No wonder she feels wrapped up in a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, we cut to Scott going on a date with a lady who's horny for Santa. This is more cringe than the shit in the first movie that I found life ruining. Okay. This is intentional cringe, though. Yeah. And it <laughs> They have Molly Shannon here. Oh, and, I know that name. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. A lot of SNL stuff. She was in Jesus Christ Superstar? 
No, the... the oh, yeah, like in the tree and yeah. stuff. Yeah, horny. That. Horny nerd. Yeah, I know Molly Shannon. She's all right. She was an elf, too. Oh, yeah, she was. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I know it. But, uh, yeah, she's very horny for Santa and ends up singing uh, some Dixie Chick Santa song. Not Dixie Chicks. She compares herself to Shania Twain. Oh, Shania Twain. Okay. I got my country country music ladies confused. They're both legends, but oh my God, she is no Shania. And <laughs> my note literally says, oh no, Shania, as the restaurant turns to face her in horror. As she just keeps going. <laughs> my next line is just comedy has changed for the worse. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, I think. <laughs> Next, she the date ends with with him kind of not wanting to deal with this, <laughs> and she loudly says, "If you can't support me as an artist, go fuck yourself." Like, good for her. Yeah, <laughs> that's some two thousand two brand feminism. <laughs> uh, next line here is puberty. Okay, you have that line out of context, and I want to talk about it. I have a line out of context I want to throw in, too. Yes, please. Human Teeth Comet. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's I, do I, yours first. Charming uh, has reached an age where he, he likes girls now. Oh, and they, they it's the lamest. Like, it's a failing of the pit of my stomach. It, yeah. Yeah, we've seen this movie. It sure is. And it's not even like a plot. Is like actual plot in the movie? Just a thing. It's him. Every everything in this toilet fire has to be a callback. Everything. <laughs> that is just them teeing up another ball. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, not to be too cynical. I'm just mad. <laughs> uh, comet. I this the comet scenes are a lot. <laughs> Oh, my next line. Fuck. This is talking about Lucy, who's like challenging Charlie over whether or not Scott is Santa. <laughs> but the note just says, oh, you're Santa? Name every deer. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, she asked him. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, if you're not Santa, why do you have reindeer? He says, a lot of people have reindeer. Oh, name name five. Five. <laughs> And he says, oh, they live in Finland. So it's hard, hard to pronounce to say the name uh, <sighs> okay uh we're going into bad football territory now yeah santa kills an elf <laughs> he kills like five elves <laughs> they're like go get the football and he's just beating them to death <laughs> he chases one upstairs he doesn't even have not even for the football the last one is like cowering and backing away he just goes after him. He just does the, the action move thing of bring it on, and then he just runs away. We have a... Right in the middle of this, it's like perfectly framed right in the center of the screen as fake Santa clotheslines an elk and his body goes flying. It's genuinely horrifying. Like, the comedy of it is all shot. I think it's, I think I've skipped over a few things with these. Oh no no no! I only skipped over one scene here. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Charlie is doing graffiti again, or did degree? Yes, he did the graffiti again. I want to call Charlie a talented artist, but he's only as talented as that guy at the mall. You like a caricature for thirty dollars? 
Yeah. I mean, uh, he's in like middle school or high school, so he'll he'll get there, but he's he's got the makings of greatness. Yeah, he runs away from the school cop. Oh god, was there a resource officer? Yeah, he runs away from some cop and walks right into walks out the door where the principal is standing right there. Oh god, and she hits him with laser vision right away. As she does. Uh, and in response, and see, Tim Allen shows up. I don't know if this, I this guess, I'm like guessing a later. He probably got, got called. called or like, I can make that. Leap. They discovered the painting and they called Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he said it was just him because he said, oh, he might as well come instead of Neil and Laura. Yeah. And he said he volunteers instead of being suspended. He volunteers Charlie for community service. Yeah, clean up some graffiti elsewhere. And he also gets roped into it. <laughs> Even the dad gets suspended. <laughs> and this is where we get Santa knows karate playing. Yeah, that song fucking rules, actually. That's like the one major good choice in this movie. Yeah. I, I don't know how to feel about the the character development of the principal. Yeah, well, she's... She's cold toward everyone. She gets a lot of Scott. Um, and she has a Hallmark backstory. Like Christmas is really like especially special to her, which is like never realistic. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just wild to me. Um, as soon as Scott like is nice to a child in front of her, she's like ready. She's like in that situation she's like yeah i want me some scott he's rapidly losing weight i want this <laughs> i want this malnourished man who's doing dangerous things to his body yeah uh she like i, I, I like her but still like it feels like they yeah. could have done more i feel like nothing. if they had cut the 20 minutes of pointless reindeer humor uh, we could have gotten like one date that was like really funny and like really explored her character and and like had like a big maybe they're like maybe will they won't they and then he shows up with his like sleigh and like yeah. we have the scene we did have I, I would be more into that I think yeah uh, they <sighs> Charlie gets upset because he the dad is actually being strict and not being Santa. <laughs> Yeah, you let me do anything. You don't let me do anything. And he just flirts with the principal more. I uh, I have a note that was like a page back, but it's it's coming up to me now because we're talking about the date and like her house and stuff, kind of like we're rapidly approaching that. Mm-hmm. Everyone's house got a downgrade in this movie. Did you notice? Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Everyone lost money and got a smaller house because it was the nineties. That was, that's what happened. <laughs> they moved from Lakeside because like the housing market turned to shit is all I can reason out. Like Charlie's room is, he's got a lava lamp and like a big bulky beige computer monitor and everyone, I want to call their homes cozy, but it's cozy in the context of being a huge downgrade. Yeah. Uh, see what else happens. I think the pacing of this movie is really weird. I feel oh, like yeah. it's very like is TV movie pacing, like yeah. commercial break pacing. 
they they have these cutbacks back and forth to the North Pole and whatever Scott's doing, and it doesn't always work because you could spend too much time with Scott and not feel the ex- escalation. So as shit goes wilder, you, you it's just jarring because it's like, hey, we've gone from he's reading a book and making tough decisions to fascism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> see. Oh, okay, I think this is about okay. I know another Nesky stepped over where he decides all the kids should get cold. Yeah. Fake Santa does. That's I've, he's Santa bot. It's just Futurama. I mean <laughs> talks about like, oh well he wiped a booger on, on his sister. That's so naughty. we should should kill him. Cold. Like should get cold. Yeah. All these kids suck ass. There's no such thing as a good kid. Um, <sighs> I start and tracking Scott's mana bar shortly after this. That's when he starts using it. Uh, see, Set, Scott decides to visit the principal's house uh, out of nowhere, randomly. To ask her out for what now? What kind of food? Uh, noodles or or maybe pie. Fuck me. He's smoother than this. I don't understand. He's 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 stuck on the he has he has that time pressure on him. Yeah, I guess. And my next line here is, "What is this character development?" Because I think she turns. This is where she really turns from mean, stuck-up principal to actual love interest. About I think seeing Scott be nice to a child one time in the previous scene. <laughs> Was like the director going, okay, she's buttered up. She is all ready for this, uh, for a lifetime with Scott Calvin. That's all she needs. She's never had anyone treat her nice. And now she's seen kindness with her own eyes. And she's no longer cynical. And he decides, okay, let me use, let me use my scent. Let me take you to the, the faculty party that you're going to anyway. I have a note just interstitial for like this situation. And it just says Tim Allen wants to fuck a car. Yeah, they do talk about the, that car for a bit. I, I could hear him about to go like, oh, I don't know. If, I couldn't tell if he was using like Santa magic to know what she was saying or if he actually knew what he was talking about. It's weird because he burns there. through one mana to uh, to know that child's name. Yes. And, then he summons the sleigh yes. and he checks his watch and he's burned through three more mana. So maybe <laughs> he was cheating in that conversation. Uh, my note here is using Santa magic to get laid. Wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And you can give somebody anything they want in the moment with no consequences. <laughs> like, it's okay, fair, fair. <laughs> this is and then he takes her okay before he takes her to the faculty party while they're on the way there we get her entire backstory oh yeah i i barely paid attention to it i, I wrote hot principal has parents twama i spelled it with a w because <laughs> i mean i guess all i know is it has something to do with the baby doll toy yeah i, I guess I this movie is a bit of a letdown. Uh, at the faculty party, it's boring. It's nothing happening. It's a faculty party. 
Okay, I had emotions at this actually after a moment, but uh, we'll get to my emotions. Go on, please. Uh, it's the it's a bland party. No one's dancing. No one's really socializing. Not even in like the awkward, like awkward way. It's more like we don't want to be here. Way. Yeah, everyone's got a little hey, plate of something and, sucks. Yeah, and. Tim Allen decides, you know what? Let me fix this party and waste like my Santa magic on this. Four more miracles at least go into this. Yeah, uh, he decides, okay, let's do a weird secret Santa that no one actually knew about and will actually know about in this random magic. The secret is that he's Santa. <laughs> <gasps> I I actually this this movie doesn't tug at my heartstrings often because it's garbage, but it did here because I love seeing these like they're clearly repressed and like they're upset because they're old and Christmas isn't fun anymore. And the gifts he gives them are specifically like, oh, my God, I wanted this as a kid. Oh, my God, this has been important to me my whole life. And I don't get to talk about it because I'm in my like 50s like it's it's beautiful honest to god the last christmas i had back home in north carolina i tried to do this with my family (laughs) i like i was like interviewing them secretly one about the other to be like what are they actually like what do they want and this movie delivers on something i wanted to see yeah so that's special it's a lot like what charlie said in the first movie to neil like you're repressing your inner child yeah I think every adult in this movie that isn't on Team Santa is kind of stuck being owned by Charlie in that moment. Uh, then we cut back to North Pole and there's a dictatorship going. Well, OK, let me talk about this one more time. Uh-huh. They are all playing with all the toys, all the presents from Rock'em Sock'em Robots to just uh, some beanbag tic-tac-toe. Yeah, and- what's it called? Like tic-tac-toss or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's real sweet. It it is. And and then we have to look at... He puts on the hat right after this, doesn't he? You know. (laughs) Uh, The the definitely not German officer hat. uh, (laughs) Yes, we have Dictator Santa with his his crew, with his army of soldier men. Those things are uncanny. And I know that's what they were going. I'm not going to say this about anything else in this movie, but they did nail that. Yeah. Uh, just straight up dictator. Yeah. And like shortly after we see like, oh, he's, t- he's telling a joke, right? Uh, he, he like singles out an elf and he's like, here, I'll cheer you up with a joke. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Aren't shouldn't you? <laughs> I'm what, sorry. There it? was it was I believe it was Aincha. Aincha. Ancient who? Ancient. Ancient supposed to be working? Yeah, okay, yeah. Ancient supposed to be working. That's a bad phrase. That's a bad phrasing for that joke. It fucking every aspect of it sucks. It's just so <laughs> abusive and like mean. Mm-hmm. And the elves are covered in coal dust and they look just miserable. Why? Why? The movie could have been anything else. It could have been like Scott Calvin really does develop lactose intolerance. It's 90 minutes of farting. Like, <laughs> it is a lot of farting, but just not, not that much. Okay, this is going to be like, <laughs> this is like being a connoisseur of like 
turds, but the farting in this movie isn't funny. And it wasn't it wasn't very funny in the first movie, but I got a chuckle or two compared to this one. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, we get back to Scott and and teacher lady and principal lady, and he confesses to her that he is Santa. And she hates it. She hates it so much that he is Santa. <laughs> I, I mean, like, if someone told you they were Santa, you would react probably the same way, at least. Not exactly the same, but that's because I'm me. I'd be like, all right, work me through like specifics because <laughs> because you and I, Santa Claus, understand that what you just said is an insane thing to say. So I want to continue this conversation, but I need you to break it down a lot further. <laughs> if it was someone you met three weeks ago, <laughs> someone I met. OK, let's let's say it's someone I am dating as of three weeks ago. Right. They have been dating no time. They've been dating okay. that day. What? <laughs> this is the first time. This, this is their first time. This is their first date. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a date for the first time with someone, and I am told they are Santa Claus. That's either going to be a very long conversation my way, or a very short conversation her way. And from an outsider perspective... The only thing I don't understand is that she's not curious to know more. Because that's my whole thing. I would be very curious. <laughs> but it's... Are you going to get me free shit? Are you trying to set up a sugar daddy situation? What does being Santa Claus actually mean for me? <laughs> I... You you have a point there. He, he is very apprehensive out of nowhere. It's like, Oh, I see. You're trying to get out of this. Trying to get out of this scot-free. You heard my Christmas baggage, so you're fucking with me. <laughs> God. It's, yeah. And she just kicks him out. Oh, yeah. this is not before uh, Charlie and his friends snowball her house. This is not a prank. It's snow. It's already on her house. <laughs> You gain nothing. <laughs> and his and Scott walks out and says, tells him to go away. And Charlie is embarrassed because his dad is there. Your dad's dating the principal? Like, yeah. This means I have an in with the principal, though. I can affect policy. Don't you understand my power? It's Charlie, all politics. Charlie, don't be embarrassed to be playing 40 chess. <laughs> My next note, right after him bombing and going out the door. But yeah, she kicks um, him out. and It's kind of mean, but my next note just says eight years later and Charlie still cries like Charlie. Oh, I have Santa kid. I have puberty down again. Yeah. Puberty too. <laughs> what happens here? They're playing Go Fish, Scott and Lucy. No, with the Charlie thing. Oh, God. I forget what he was crying over. Oh, he's upset that he was hanging out with the principal oh yeah weird because he's he's not on his side of of this whatever that's that's a that's a younger teen's take if if charlie was 14 or 13 i'd be like fine but i think he's like 16 it's eight years after he was eight 
So I, yeah, I, I, I feel like I made fun of him for crying on that one because I respect him in that moment. Yeah. Uh, and then we get Kurt. Then Scott and Lucy are playing go fish. Yeah, and uh, Curtis tells a funny joke. It's from mostly Buffalo. funny. Not well from Buffalo is pretty good, but I really liked when he was talking with Lucy, and she's like, "Well, why are your ears pointed?" And Curtis is like, because I didn't eat my green vegetables. And she checks her ears and starts screaming. It's yeah. really cute. Oh, and <laughs> Lucy's really good in this scene because uh, Scott tells her uh, he can't tell her something. Then he says, and she says, soon I'm going to be seven and then I'm going to know things. Then I get to know things. That's really good. That's. Lucy's as much of a child now as uh, um, Charlie was in the first movie. I really like her. Yeah. Uh, Santa needs to go back to the North Pole because there's a dickhead Uh-oh. shit going on. And oh, we're, we're coming up on the note I posted everywhere. It's, it's bad. Uh, my note here is reindeer can... My note, my note here is reindeer can have a little chocolate. My note here is impreg comet bad bad bad. Yeah, my net note is at comet. Yeah. <laughs> Followed by so much chocolate. Parting part three. <sighs> Why did they do us like this? Comet's whole body is like a distended belly with Why legs he... poking out. How, how did she give him so much chocolate? <laughs> is it okay? We see the amount of wrappers around possible amount of chocolate is he like bloated yeah he's just he's fat now i guess this movie listen for a movie that celebrates a fat character so much i feel like the whole franchise really hates fat people (laughs) a little bit uh next we have scott deviving devising a plan to get to the North Pole now that they don't have the jetpack and they don't have Comet. So they hijack the Tooth Fairy. Uh, they have a couple plans to get the Tooth Fairy here. First off is the door trick. Now see, Tooth Horror really squicks me out, so I turned away, so I'll just hand this one off to you as much as I can. The door trick does not work. And then Neil comes up and he says, I know what to do. The toaster trick. Me and my brothers used to do this. It worked every time. Where they tied a they tied a toaster to the tooth and threw it down stairs. Fuck that, dude! No. <laughs> so they do it with Scott, and no. Scott falls over the rails. That sucks for so many reasons. And oh. turns out, turns out Lucy lost the tooth. <laughs> oh, good. So they didn't need to do that. I feel like this was smart scene design despite everything, because if Lucy had just conveniently lost a tooth, I'd be pissed. But Lucy having lost it for comedy, I accept it. Yeah. And he grabs the tooth fairy, they catch a ride, Curtis gets into some comedy pain. <laughs> Smash mailbox with Curtis is my note there. Yeah. Uh and they he arrives. He immediately gets there captured. Is no struggle scene, is there? None. He's just wrapped up immediately. Yeah. And then the two fairy arrives again, this time with uh, teacher lady, principal oh. lady, and Charlie. 
we missed a magic moment. How did Charlie get the principal lady? It's uh, they say that. Oh, oh yes, I've got <laughs> got the. This is the one the one good scene. I'm actually kind of. I was disappointed watching that the scene inside the ball wasn't the same like as the first movie, but maybe it's different for everyone who holds it. Who fucking yeah. But uh, Charlie walks up to teacher lady who's de snowing her car and says. Uh, says he really is Santa Claus. Uh, uh, blah blah blah. Uh, then shows gives her the snow snow globe and says it says his line, it's his iconic line. line. Say the line, Wheeler. <laughs> Believing isn't seeing. <sighs> I look at backwards. Yeah, which would make for a much darker movie. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing isn't believing. Believing seeing is seeing. Seeing isn't believing. Believing, believing is seeing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, he says the line. And she, she gets it now. So I'm picking on Tim Allen in my note. <clears throat> because as they arrive and he's all tied up and stuff... Uh, I have a note here that says it's not the first or the last time that Tim Allen's ruined a Christmas. <laughs> uh, next, we they Charlie and Principal arrive after Charlie does his own tooth tooth trick and loses a tooth. Did he get it out with the toaster? <laughs> I like to think that he told the principal to like would, punch it. I out. would imagine, unfortunately. Uh, they free all the elves and they just fight all the army men. Whoa, we just got some mic distortion. Try again. Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Uh, You're good. Okay. <laughs> they free all the elves and they the first thing they do to fight the army men is throw snowballs at them. I love that it like not only doesn't work, but it's shown as being completely useless to do. But it's like yeah. their first instinct because they're elves. And then they just destroy them. <laughs> they get power tools, which fucking kicks ass. Yeah, they they are handling this well. If they were prepared, they could have they could have done they could have fought back. <sighs> and I have four lines in a row here, just screaming anger about Chet. Oh yeah, I have Chet down. Yeah, he <sighs> Chet could have been anything else. Could have been an old, an old uh, reindeer or something. Chet could have been a a gun. It could have been anything. Chet is could've just been... the plot device that stops fake Santa. Chet could have been could have been like a prototype reindeer display. Or Wait, something. why isn't Chet literally Rudolph? I know it's because Rudolph is like a ass property, and they can't handle like they can't pay for that. But they say Rudolph repeatedly. Yeah, they, Disney has the money to just buy Rudolph off a Rankin Bastra movie and be like, "Oh, his nose actually shoots Santa melting lasers." Like anything. Uh, oh my god, fuck Chet. Yeah, it's like the second time uh, Chet, anyways, you're listening. Fuck you. We get a fake Santa flies off, and we get a view of the them the dome opening up. The, the souls dark, elevator. The dark souls coming elevator. Down. It's such a long descent and into the the wrong place. <laughs> and 
and Tim Allen catches up and they have a brawl, I guess, on and eventually they lose track of the reindeer and they just fall. Yeah. While the elves are having like snowmobile fights down like here's that Wait. reference that made me mad. We're coming up on it. Do you remember? Are you gonna get ahead of me on this one? What uh fake Santa says? Or what real Santa says to fake Santa? One of the two? Oh, uh you please. You are a sad, strange little man. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have it now. It sucks. Fake Santa says that to him. We get it. You're Tim Allen. Fuck you. <laughs> it's God. Fake Santa is so chatty. It's terrible. He's he gets chattier, and like as he does, the uncanny valley somehow deepens. <laughs> uh, my next note here is Santa murder. <laughs> Do they murder him? I just have I have this down. I don't remember what happens. I remember what happens. Uh, they actually shrink him down and then mass produce him and sell him as a toy. This is uh, how toy soldiers happen. This is how small soldiers two is going to start. <laughs> God, when are we going to do our small soldiers watch? I love that movie. That movie is messed up. It's messed up and it rocks. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Anyway, yeah, last the, they have in the post credits. He's a toy. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. They have a last second marriage. Literally yeah. last second. And Mother they... Earth officiates, and she looks absolutely radiant. <laughs> Before we get there, they they needed they needed to hurry up with a proposal going forever. Yeah, and like, uh, what's the elf that's not Judy's name? Alicia? Abigail? Abigail. She's like prompting them, and they yeah, have feeding their, lines. They have a callback that happens 10 seconds from where it came from, because this movie's all callbacks. Impish elves. <laughs> I'm impish. She, she seems to be smirking. She didn't make enough of an impact for that joke to land for me. <laughs> yeah, my next line here is hurry up again. Yeah. Hurry the fuck up! It's fucking. And they get married, and he gets re-santified. I have a line here that just says, Whack Dynamic TBH, uh, because I think their whole marriage, like, the purpose they serve and the terms of agreement for this all fucking suck. Yeah. Quit your old job. Come to the North Pole. Teach elves how to fucking behave. I don't even know if there's actual school where they're just Bernard making hand movements. I don't... This movie is secretly about Bernard getting comfortable with lying. Uh, in the first movie, he refuses to lie. My note here is, why did his tooth grow back? That's... That's Scott's gift to him. <laughs> A new tooth. Yeah. All he wanted for Christmas was his front teeth! Like the song! His, his one front teeth. Yeah, his one front tooth. Wait... Does that mean that Scott now owes like debt to the tooth fairy? I mean, he 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 owes he. It's a payback for the Molinator oh. thing. I love that the tooth does a huge stupid gleam. That's really good. <laughs> uh, happy ending. Uh, this is a fun the fun Lucy scene. Yeah, she's adorable. Okay. Uh, this takes up four lines because I wrote it. Here. And it's just the word sport with three exclamation marks. Because <laughs> he finally said it again. Yeah. Oh, oh God. So and the ending is tainted by Chet. 
<laughs> they had to strap Comet to the back of the uh, sleigh because that problem didn't solve itself. God. And I just, it would be gross. But I kind of wish, like, in a dark parallel of, like, Scott dropping presents in the first as they take off, Comet just barfs candy. Oh, uh, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> I. <sighs> My last note is fuck off, Chet. So we've made it to the end. Do you have a final note? Any miss? I have two final notes here. And one is I feel like we missed a plot somewhere. Oh, it barely has one, right? Like, I feel like there's an extra, some other plot there that it just didn't, we just didn't. Yeah, there's like be plot there, threads introduced, like, that would make this movie three hours long. Or you could replace the Chet scenes with them and it would be a better movie. Like uh, the Charlie romance stuff. This doesn't go anywhere. Charlie romance. Charlie being good at art. Uh, what are Neil and Laura do? Like Neil. Neil. I w- do we needed more Neil in this movie? Unfortunately, we did. And like, if you cut Chet and just replace all of Chet's shit with these B plots, you get a good sequel to the first movie. I think, even with the terrifying toy sand. Yeah. I, I can envision a movie where the terrifying toy Santa completely takes off and is going to deliver toys to Charlie and Neil beats him to death with like a crow. <laughs> and like, that's how we get rid of it. Okay. Uh... Okay.